there is in Joel uh, a word that the Lord brings all the nations together from the into the valley of Jehoshaphat and judge them for dividing up his land. This is his land. That's and right. many people feel a solution for peace is to divide it up. But that just brings out more conflict because uh, God's word to Abraham was that I gave you this land. This is your land. God promises in Joel 2.28 to pour his spirit out on all humanity. Welcome to Global Outpouring, where we contend for that promised outpouring and we equip for that outpouring so that we may engage in that very outpouring. I'm Philip Buss. And I'm Sharon Buss. Welcome to the podcast today. We have with us our dear friend of many years, Dr. Gene Little, who is, along with his wife, Mary Lois, in charge of our Israel ministry. They have just been back to Israel for the last three months, and they had an absence of more than two years for obvious reasons. So he's going to be sharing with us at our upcoming convention, 2022, July 19th through the 22nd. And he's going to give us a preview of what he's bringing to that convention and a catch up on what's going on in Israel. Stay tuned. We're so glad that you've joined us on the podcast today. Before we get started, we want to invite you to go to our website, globaloutpouring.net, and take advantage of the podcast player that is there and have a look around at our events that are coming up. There's a, a place to click about our convention that is coming up July 19th through the 22nd. Please come if you can. Come enjoy the beautiful Ozark Mountains and enjoy this powerful time in the presence of the Lord. It's going to be a glory time. It's going to be a time where we have just such an amazing elevated presence of God because of the people that are coming together with their own personal anointings. Come and bring your personal anointing to add to this synergy of what God is doing in this place at this time. Um, and if you can't get there, if you cannot come and, and just have a little vacation in the Ozarks, then do tune in with us on our YouTube channel or our Facebook page. And those recordings will be there even later on if you're not hearing this until after the dates that I've just mentioned. But uh, do tune in and catch the wind of what God is doing in these days as he's getting us ready for the outpouring that's coming. We'll be doing some contending in the spirit, some praying, some intercession. We'll be doing some glorious worship and, and praise and just opening up the heavens with that glory. And we will be equipping the saints. I'm telling you, there's something happens when you get these people together and get these wonderful, deep teachers of the word and the word, the word, the word, the word. And they're carrying such an anointing because they've been walking in intimacy with the Lord. And they're ready to help us go higher, help us go deeper and grow into the maturity of the people of God that are that are ready to operate in our Heavenly Father's kingdom. So today we have with us Gene Little, Dr. Gene Little. We're delighted that you're with us. Thanks so much for joining us today. Amen. We give you greetings from Jerusalem on a warm evening here, and it's such a joy to talk all the way across the, the miles and the time zones, and we're together as one, and that's what true unity is going to be like in the spirit when 
Messiah comes. Amen. Amen. We certainly agree with that. So what's been happening since you've been there? You've been there for three months, and I'm sure that God has been doing amazing things. We have uh, an anointed prayer meeting that happens in that house every every week, and uh, you've been teaching the Word of God, and you've been um, helping people who've come there to pray. So tell us a little bit about what the Lord is doing. Well, originally, some almost 25 years ago, Sister Gwen had heard the voice of the Lord that I will thrust you and this ministry into Jerusalem, and not knowing the scope of that, but that's what <laughs> exactly happened, and we've been carrying on with that vision for 25 years, the best we can. God, uh, through Sister Gwen, sent us out to find a house. We found a lovely house, and we're in a wonderful location. But I look at it as being part of a Holy Ghost oasis where the flow and the living water of the Holy Ghost can come out. I had a dream last night, and it was like I saw the heavens alive with lightning flashes and, and <laughs> spiral green going. But I had a vision of the cross, and I saw the cross with water flowing out of it. And that's exactly what we're here for, is to bring water of life to dry and thirsty land, people that... I have need, and they don't even know they're thirsty, and we have an ability here because where we are to give them water in their deepest need of the Holy Ghost and of the Word and of Yeshua. Hey, Amen. Man, that's beautiful. Well, we know that uh, the local intercessors are, are coming every week, and, and they're making a difference in their prayers and contending for all of the things that God wants to do in Israel right there in Jerusalem. It's, it's one of the most powerful prayer meetings I've ever been in, just, and it's, it's, that is the way it is every week. So I, yes. I'm, just, I'm just always impressed with it. It's lovely. We, we just have such a rich place here. I had another word of the Lord. The Lord said, I'm planting you in rich soil. Often we don't yeah. recognize how rich what, where we are and what we do, and that we have an outreach to not only the local body, but even new believers can come in. And because we have a, a place of meeting, an upper room that they can come and feel safe in and uh, just enjoy not only the presence of other believers, but the Holy Spirit come in through prayer and through Bible study. And we have a lot of table ministry. People <laughs> gather around by the twos or threes and come to our table, come to Shabbat dinner. And, and basically, when you look at the gospel, Jesus, not only did he speak to the crowds, but he had a lot of table ministry with the ones and the twos. And I love it here. This is a table city. People sit down and they love to gather around the table. And uh, what blessed part to do to share about Jesus and what he's done for us. I can't talk about anything else in my life. Nothing else interests me to the degree that knowing Jesus does and what the Holy Spirit has done in my life and in your life. And I right. want to do even more in these last days to pour out his spirit uh, even in greater numbers and amounts. Amen. 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 You know, it's it's like Niagara Falls that it, what's coming only more so. You know, that <laughs> so, outpouring yeah. is you can if you've ever been on the the boat that goes right up into the base of the falls, Niagara Falls, I'm I'm sure that there are other large 
waterfalls in, in the world, but we, we relate to Niagara Falls. Uh, and, there's very few that have a boat that go to the base of waterfalls Yeah, yeah, like and, and it's just like this wall of water just pouring thousands or millions of gallons a second. I don't, I don't remember what the numbers are, but just thousands and thousands of, of gallons a second all around you, all around you, all around you. And the spray splashes you even as, as far distant as the boat is. You know, they can't go exactly to the base, but, but it looks like it. And, and, and that's the outpouring that we're expecting. Amen, and especially since it started in Jerusalem. Yes, 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 yes. So, Gene, what is the Lord putting on your heart to bring to this convention? I have felt like other people to to give a message on the Israel past, Israel's present, and Israel's future. That includes Jerusalem. That includes the biblical promises that the Lord made to Abraham, the biblical promises that not only that have been brought by the prophets and the promises as what he's made to his people and how he is fulfilling them and still fulfilling them. And I also want to look at Israel in the present. This country is established divinely in 1948. God brought his people back after the horrors of the Holocaust. And we just celebrated, what was it, the 75th? 76, 76, we've had years of independence here. And it's, uh, you know, it's exciting living here because I'm on the, the, just on seeing what God is doing with the construction, with the Aliyah and bringing the Ukrainians and Ethiopians back. And, you know, I'm, I'm waiting for the rest of the promises to come up because it says in Ezekiel and it says in Jeremiah that I'm going to pour out my spirit and give these people a clean heart. I'm going to wash mm. them. And if ever a people, uh, even though there is a sense of revival here and that we see more and more, we hear testimonies, people that are turning to Messiah, there's still a great way to go. This is, if you live for a while, it's a divided society between a very secular society that has walked far away from the Lord and a very ultra-religious society that is straining out gnats and swallowing camels. And as we're here, it's refreshing that there are believers that are making an impact upon these two different issues here. And basically, they're peacemakers. They want to share the love of Yeshua. And and we're part of that, and I'm glad that we're here. God has called us, called Global Outpouring here to help make an impact in this nation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And and the thing that, that strikes me, Gene, as you're talking is, you know, you are seeing what God has done. You're seeing what God is doing. You're seeing you're seeing things prophetically. You're you're a student of the word. You're seeing things from the, the word's perspective. I suspect, no, I can't say I suspect, I know because I've been watching you for years, to see the impact that God is making on you personally as you're watching this happening. I, I, it's like sometimes I, I see you watching this and it's like watching fireworks going on in your belly because <laughs> <laughs> I can see that God is doing something in you personally as, as well. Yeah. I, I know for such a time as this that he has mellowed me out the more age that I get. 
And that uh, <laughs> although he showed me my flaws and I have to go on another round or two on the potter's wheel and, and <laughs> repent for that. But yes, it's no coincidence that the Lord has brought us here and allowed us to be a part of this country. And and just uh, you cannot help but see your own personality change, your gifts that you can use. One of my prayers is that, Lord, you would use me. Use me today to further your kingdom. Use me today in a way that I can help bring in the harvest. Use me today. That's not a prayer that God will ignore. That's a prayer that, okay, I'm going to use you. And, uh, you know, there's plenty of opportunities between those that are small and big to not only share the gospel and preach, but uh, just to be in the atmosphere. It's not always wine and roses, I'd say, because there is a spiritual war that is happening here with the devil. You talk about contending. The devil is trying everything he can that he wants to disrupt the plan of God for this city and this people. He wants not only to re-sever Jerusalem again, but he wants to bring the nations up and cut this nation off and uh, use their way. But God knows this, and he has got a plan set in motion for end times. We're just glad that we're here, and little by little, I can't put it on man's clock. I can't tell you this is going to happen next year. We have to be on God's timetable, and it takes a lot of patience that, (laughs) you know, as we've seen, maybe others say, well, this is going to happen, and I go, no, we have to be patient for that harvest going to come in. But there's a lot happening even now, and I'm getting excited because uh, the days are numbered till Yeshua comes back, till Jesus comes back, and we rejoice in that. Amen. 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 So what else is the Lord speaking to you to share in this convention? Get your nets ready. Get your nets ready. Oh, yeah. Get them ready. You know, what did Jesus say? They fished all night. There's a lot of people here that I know in the body that members of the fishing all night club and they've caught nothing. But I feel, (laughs) you know, and there's nothing more disappointing than to fish all night and catch nothing. But the Lord said, throw your nets over to the right side for a catch. And I believe this is not a time for net repair. It's a time to get ready to throw your nets out. And I wouldn't be here if I didn't believe that, uh, you know, we we had Passover with Lou Engel, and he's talking about a communion, a Holy Ghost communion revival. And he had been fasting and praying along with many others to break the bonds that Satan is trying to hold this city and people captive and bring about that great revival. I think it's on all our lips and and hope that we see a turning here. And I just feel my word, get your nets ready. That means preparation. That means mm-hmm. whatever you have to do to get the word in you. Uh, we met somebody the other day that is going around. He is speaking of the prophecies concerning Jesus being the Messiah and uh, wow. that he would use that and counter people might sit down a little over coffee and he would bring up these scriptures, and there are scriptures in the Old Testament that speaks about the coming of Jesus as Messiah and the coming again. And there are many secret believers here 
you know, I, I want that net small enough to catch ball. I don't want a little minnow to get away, but we're looking. If you've ever seen The Chosen, you see all those fish swimming around, and yeah. they turn little by little, uh, and uh, <laughs> that's what I'm looking for. So it's it's time. Thank you, Lord. Get your nets ready, Philip. Get your nets ready. I know you are, but my yeah, word to the you. audience is do whatever you have to do to get in the word, to, to get ready. And even they go, well, I'm not an evangelist or I'm not a teacher. It doesn't matter. All, all in this day that the Lord is calling all out here to be ready. And then he's going to give the word. It's, it's not like when I was on an aircraft carrier and they launched a plane, you know, and everything happened all at once. But I believe like in an ocean, the tide is going to rise up and, you know, even like Philip talks about, he's fishing, and when they release the water for the dam, the siren goes off. I'm waiting for the trump to blow, and the waters of revival are going to come, and they can come pretty fast. You need then say, yes, Lord, here I am. Use me. Amen. Amen. We're going we're gonna to have a fish fly. Amen. <laughs> oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. You know, it's... It's about contending, it's about equipping so that we can engage in, in the outpouring and making sure, number one, making sure that we are filled with the Holy Spirit. And if you're not filled with the Holy Spirit, now's a good time to get there. Uh, we, we might do a separate podcast on that, and, and so stay tuned. Um, <laughs> we actually have one where, where we're praying for, for people, and I'll, I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Number two is make sure that you are in the Word and studying the word and reading the word and and don't just don't just read it and go on like the the fact that you can read the bible through in one year is no great feat if you don't get it into your heart yeah you true. you got to get it into your heart you got to meditate on it chew on it let the holy spirit like if you if you read uh, a chapter or two or three a day let the Holy Spirit highlight a particular verse for you to meditate on so you get it into you and make it a part of you and fellowship with others. God is bringing part of this net thing that, that you're talking about, Gene. It, it reminds me of how the many different streams are coming together right now. And I think every time that we, that different ministries and different churches and different groups of people come together, it's like tying a knot to create a net. And, mm. and all of these relationships that we're forming are forming a net that will help to bring in the fish as we're, as we're acknowledging one another, as we're building up relationships. And it, it's not that you have to have 100% agreement on every little thing, you know? You just, you just don't. You don't always have 100% agreement on, I mean, do you even have 100% agreement with your spouse? Most of the time we do, but once in a while there are things that we, you know, that just don't agree on that. And it's not, and most of the time it's not very important. You know, he might like one color more than another. I might like another color more than the one he likes. You don't have to have 100% agreement on everything, but you can still flow together. Mm -hmm. Amen. And that's what God is doing in his body today. So, what else is, is on your heart tonight? I think there's many things when you live in this city and you get a heartbeat for the people. The government is in a quandary and a mess. We need to pray for a stable yeah. government that can get some action done. 
they're, they're going to make a decision this Wednesday if they're going to dissolve the Knesset, which would be uh, five elections in five years. And surely they've got to have a better government than play rotating uh, leaders. And so that's one of the area there that we look at when we think that God is preparing his people and, I, and the government is on his shoulders. And mm-hmm. I just looked that the Lord would work with that and uh, have more visibility. Just a lot is uh, underground. We can't see that, that he is working, but he is. And it's not just the government. I, I think because uh, we have our leader of our country, the United States, is coming on on the twelfth mm. uh, of July, and we think uh, there may be some agreements there that shouldn't be made uh, mm-hmm. as to the dividing up of this country. Uh, there is in Joel uh, a word that the Lord brings all the nations together from the into the valley of Jehoshaphat and judge them for dividing up his land. This is his land. That's and right. Many people feel a solution for peace is to divide it up, but that just brings out more conflict because uh, God's word to Abraham was that I gave you this land. This is your land. And I don't know the nations. Uh, it's almost like Zechariah where the Lord sent out the angels to bring back the report on the state of the nations. And and I feel this is maybe part of his end time plan, though, that we're uh, the Lord wants to show himself mighty, but in a way that allows his people to cry out to him to solve solutions that aren't, they don't look like they're able to be uh, solved in the natural. And sometimes God brings a crisis to where you cry out to him and speak to him when nothing else works. So on mm-hmm. my heart, there there are a lot of people here, and I, I just pray, Lord, whatever it takes to bring them, not only the Jews, there are many Muslims here that we mm-hmm. pray for dreams and visions that they would have a turning of their hearts and find Yeshua. The only way, you know, you want to be a peacemaker. I want to, you know, be a peacemaker, not a peacekeeper in this country and to speak his words of peace. Amen. Amen. Earlier tonight, Mary Lois and I have a school next to us, and they had some kind of function. Uh, and in the midst of all that, with the people there, we kept hearing the cry of a small infant just crying out. It was almost like in Isaiah 40 there, where it says that there's a voice crying in the wilderness. And if anything that gets your heart is that, Lord, I have a father. You know, Mary Lois is a mother. What, what do we have to do to comfort, you know, to bring to, to this child was crying out? And we thought somebody maybe had dumped it there, but apparently it had just been unable to be, you know, comforted. And Isaiah 40 says, comfort, comfort my people, says your God, and speak comfortably to Jerusalem. Part of what we're here for is to give a good word of comfort, a good word of joy, a good word of encouragement to a lot of people here that maybe they've rejected God or they have turned away. They're so busy working and they don't realize it, but there's voices crying in the wilderness to God. And that, you know, John was a voice in the wilderness. He was the one that said, 
Lord, hear you are, prepare the way, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. I think that's part of what we're here for, too. That's hard work to do, hard work. But, you know, that, that little baby there finally found comfort. And, you know, that's not an easy word to say to comfort some people that are, uh, you, you just can't comfort them. So mm-hmm. I think that's part of you know, that word that we had in the Messiah there, Handel's Messiah that he wrote, said that every valley shall be exalted and every mountain and hill shall be made low and the crooked shall be made straight. That's part of what the comfort of the Lord will do, not only to this land, but to his people. If anything, we want to pray for the people here that they find a measure of comfort, that they have a God that they serve, the God hasn't abandoned them, And that's part of what we're here for, to represent and say, your God is mighty. Your God is here for you and is bringing through his Messiah. And there are many that we've heard about, too, secret believers now that have come to recognize that Jesus is the Messiah. And that's encouraging Mm -hmm. to my heart. That's encouraging to Mary Lois's heart that there is a spirit of comfort which is we know who the comforter is, right? The yes. Holy Spirit. And anything Holy Spirit come anew and afresh in a second Pentecost onto this land and onto this people soon. Amen. 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 That is the truth. Absolute truth. You know, the Jewish people have gone through so much persecution at the hand of Christians. And I know that when you are around some of these folks that have that have this generational spirit of rejection because of uh, the things that have happened through the centuries and and even even because of the how shall i say it it was an illegitimate priesthood at, at the time of jesus that that was um, appointed and perhaps even bought from the the romans that would have been in a position to have not accepted jesus they they were they were in it for the money, they were in it for the power, they were in it to control, and they saw Jesus as a threat. And And so when they uh, brought this accusation against Jesus of blasphemy, when, he, when they asked him point blank, are you the son of God? And he said, you've said it. And they said, you know, blasphemy, blasphemy, and they, and they took him to court, they had him crucified. They said to Pilate, his blood be on us and on our children. children. Uh-huh. And they brought a curse yeah. on the people of Israel, the people of the Jewish tribe, the tribe of Judah. Let me say it that way. And as a result, there's been a total misunderstanding in the minds of the Gentile Christian church through the years. You know, the Jewish people that believed in Jesus understood, but as it became more and more of a Gentile church, they felt somehow justified in pouring the persecution back on the Jewish people, which wasn't right. But what I'm trying to say is that uh, as as Dr. Michael Brown has written a tremendous book, Our Hands Are Stained With Blood, it's, it's talking about through the years, the horrific things that the church in the name of Jesus has done to the Jewish people. And so there's a being on guard and a a prickliness, you know, there mm-hmm. even the Jewish people that are born in the land are called sabras, and sabra is that um, prickly pear cactus that <laughs> that's prickly on the outside, but this soft and tender inside. Um, somebody said to me once that even a porcupine 
has a soft spot on its belly. And there is a place that we need to pray into for the setting free of the people that, of God's people. These are his chosen people. In our prayers, that we pray for them to have this opportunity for the veil to come off, the veil that's mm-hmm. been over their hearts and over, over their minds, yes. that they will have a revelation of the Messiah, that, that Yeshua is the Messiah, that they'll have that revelation and that, that that soft spot will become available to the Holy Spirit and that the Holy Spirit will be able to get through that, uh, that prickliness that is causing people to, to just be so uh, hurt and so, so guarded. And they have every right to be that because of the persecutions. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But uh, as a, a Gentile believer in Yeshua, I have many times apologized to Jewish people to say, you know, I just want to say, I'm sorry for what has been done to that what my people have done to your people through the through the the generations and through the centuries it was wrong and I'm sorry please uh I'm asking you to to consider forgiveness and I think there's something there that there's a lot of Jewish people that don't even know that there's a kind of Christian that isn't out to persecute them mm-hmm. and hurt them but you know we're we're among those um Everybody's in one box. Yeah, kind of, yeah. You know? We're we're not in the same box with those other folks that were harmful to them. We want to come alongside and help them and and be a blessing to them. I think that's the biggest change, Sharon and, and Philip, is that uh, people can't just lump Christianity in one box, and that they have seen. We know people, especially that there are believers, Christians out there that are not like some of the mainline churches still have replacement theology. Yeah. And often they will come in there and say, you do not have a right to this land. You do not right to exist. And they, you know, those that are Jewish here that are seekers or believers say, that's not the Christianity I would want to follow. But mm-hmm. then you have a small group of, of believers here that is growing and I'd say evangelicals that fully support Zion, fully support Israel and the Jewish people, and come alongside to love them. Uh, you know, I, a short testimony, it says in, in Scripture there in the last days that ten men will grab the robe of a Jew and say, mm-hmm. we want to go with you. And when you look at that uh I have that scripture. I'll find it in a moment. It is here in Jeremiah 30, verse 17. Uh, it said that Lord said, I'll return health unto you. And then it goes on that it said in the last days that uh, it shall come that ten men shall take the hold out of all languages and nations mm. and shall take the hold of the skirt of him that is a Jew saying, we will go with you. We've heard that God is with you. Now, I have been down at the city of David. I'd gone through Hezekiah's tunnel, and I was waiting for my group. I'd gone through the dry tunnel, and a guard there, a security guard, asked me, he said, well, what are you here for? And I said, I don't know. It must have been God. I said, well, I'm one of those Gentiles that says in Jeremiah that's here to grab the hold of a Jew and say that we want to go with you. We know the Messiah is with you. And, of course, I know the Messiah that I've grabbed hold on is Jesus Christ. 
But I told that to him, and he had tears in his eyes. He had oh. never heard that someone, you know, that that scripture. But I think he knew that scripture. That but that meant a lot to him. That there are people in those days that the Lord said, "I'm going to do this. I'm going to bring back." Uh, people from all nations, and they're going to grab hold of the Jew and, and say, we want to go with you. We know that the Lord is with you. And that, I believe, God is bringing up the nations, even at the renewed Feast of Tabernacles, to come in and show this nation that we love you, we support you as a people, and that we know that through you the promises of God have been made and that we're grafted in to this nation and this people, and that the Messiah is going to come through you. But I just, uh, I, I love the promises in Jeremiah. Uh, again, he said that I'm going to restore health unto you and heal you of your wounds because people have called you an outcast. And, yeah. you know, that is still being done in the world today, but I would love and pray there's going to be a day when then the Lord said, I'm going to restore health, and they're not going to call Israel an outcast anymore. Amen. But they're going to call you that this is Zion where the, every man seeketh after. And that's in Jeremiah 17, 30 verse 17. So there's precious promises that I am holding to my heart, and I pray to hold your heart what God has great plans, great plans for this nation and for this people, and great plans for us as we're being grafted in. I don't know if you've ever studied what grafting is, but they just put a piece of one tree into the other and bind it up, and pretty soon you've got uh, maybe a bear, a little different fruit, but it's being nourished by the other tree. And I'm mm -hmm. looking forward to that. Get your net ready, but also uh, we are being grafted in. And, and sometimes that's like, whoa, what happened to my tree? And Lord said, I'm going to bring you the even better, bigger tree to bear fruit for me. Amen. Hello. Amen. Well, as we close, we're really looking forward to you coming home so that you can be with us for this convention. Um, but as we close, I'd like to just um, bring a word that, um, that Rick Ridings was given a call to pray and fast for Jerusalem against a Tower of Babel situation. I won't read the whole thing, but I will put a link to it in our our show notes here. Uh, but it's a word that is really, it's just a calling to fast and pray on the 12th of July for Israel and I'll just read this little portion. So I'm asking intercessors worldwide to fast at least one meal on Tuesday, July 12th, and to take at least 12 minutes at 12 noon, wherever you are in the world, 12 noon your time, to praise the Lord and to proclaim division upon the Lord's enemies and a thwarting of their plans. Yeah. Uh, President Biden is planning to visit Israel, Judea and Samaria, the West Bank, uh, and Saudi Arabia July 13th through the 16th. Uh, so this is to thwart plans of, of the powers of darkness to do things in Israel before God's time for it. And so it's really important that we join in. So we want to challenge the folks that are listening that uh, it would be good if you would join this because it's it's for Israel. We're 
Our hearts are for Israel. Our hearts are for God's purposes for Israel and that the powers of darkness will not have an opportunity to do what they intend to do, but that they, mm-hmm. there will be, this will strike division among yes, them. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Because it's like the Tower of Babel, God mm-hmm. said, if they have unity, they can do anything they want to. And this is to destroy the unity among the powers of darkness. Make it all foolishness. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, Gene, do you have anything to close with? I think the best prayer would be found in Numbers where it says that the Lord would bless you and keep you and shine his face upon you and look upon you with his countenance and give you his shalom peace. And that's kind of the paraphrased version of it, but I just pray for that. Uh, And that's something we pray all the time because it's the Lord's blessing, Old Testament, his blessing. But I would say also look up. Look up and rejoice. Your redemption draweth nigh. And from a work from Jerusalem, we spent a lot of time looking up. We're on the hills. And, and I think it's a good time mm-hmm. here to say, I rejoice and I look up because he has great plans for this city. It's in Revelation, right. Jerusalem, the eternal city. And I just want to mm-hmm. look up and rejoice. Our redemption draweth nigh. And we are Got front row seats here. We invite you to this. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. And um, we are looking, I'm just going to make this public announcement. We are looking to uh, have a tour to Israel in November of 2023. We will be putting information out there as soon as we get things finalized. But just this is a, this is your first heads up about it that we're planning to do something in November of 2023 and um, watch our website, globaloutpouring.net for events that are coming. We will post it there as soon as we know. So thank you so much, Gene, for being with us on this podcast. And we look forward to having you with us at the convention. Again, we want to invite all of our listeners to tune in for this convention because it's going to be glorious. And right. please come if you can, because there's something about being in the atmosphere. It's great to watch it online you get something you get something good but there's something about being in the room in the atmosphere where everybody's gathered and there's a synergy of the of the holy spirit that with with all of the supply that we bring into the room for with with all of the people that come so please try to come the information is available on our website globaloutpouring.net just go there and click on that events tab and you'll see uh, the convention information and and how to register and how to make reservations in one of the local places and it's going to be a glorious time thank you so much and we will see you next time shalom shalom from jerusalem amen if you enjoyed today's podcast Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the podcasting platform suggest this podcast to other listeners who are also looking for a great move of the Holy Spirit. Check out our website at globaloutpouring.org to find out more information, read our blogs, connect with us, and donate. You can also browse our web store for life-changing anointed books. Until next time, this is Sharon Buss. And I'm Philip Buss. God bless you with his overwhelming, loving presence.